we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place. Avery Baker, welcome to my home. Welcome to my podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here, man. One of the OGs. Bro, we were just talking uh, before we just started recording. We've been doing podcasts now for a few years. So What is it, four years? Yeah, like what, 2017-ish? About five years? <laughs> four or five <laughs> Four or five years, six or <laughs> something like that, bro. Yeah. Something like that. So it, this is exciting because I'm happy to be on the Hassan Romeo experience, nice. which is you know I like this. I like having your own, your own iteration. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. You know, it's I um, I think it was you that told me about Anchor FM. So yes. that was a cool. Uh, easy plug and play type of way to just get started. Yeah, exactly. Definitely helps you get started. So, uh, and it's smooth. It's simple. Like you said, and yeah, I heard from Chris, so I'm just passing on knowledge, man. Passing on knowledge. So no, nice. Nice. Helpful. So what episode is this? This is episode three. Okay. Avery Baker. Okay. Stopping by. All right. Say what's up. So, I mean, we got the A's game on right now yeah. on my Hulu Live because Hulu has live sports. Does Hulu have live sports? Yeah. Did you hear that, Hulu? I think I heard that Hulu has live sports. Shoot for the stars, right? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I was talking to Mike yesterday about that movie Moneyball. I haven't mm. seen it, but um, you're a big A's fan. Oh, dude. Lifelong A's fan. Like, as big of a Kings fan as I am, I'm, like, an equally, if not bigger, A's fan. So, yeah, Moneyball is uh, – it's a good read. And uh, first and foremost, it's a good read by Michael Lewis. Um, really okay. good book. And then they made a movie off of it maybe about mm, 10 years after the book came out, 15 to 15 years. Was it, like, 2015 when they made it? Yeah, I think so. And the book came out – the the season it's based off of is 2002. It was the 2002 A's season. Um, most notably, uh, the A's won 20 games that season. and 20, excuse me, 20 games in a row, not 20 games total. I was like, 20 games, yeah, man. No, 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 That's no. not even a lot in the NBA. <laughs> no, 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 no. They won like 100 games for the whole year, but they won 20 games in a row. That's and, good. Yeah, crazy. It was like a record at the time for uh, a team in the American League. But they did it operating on like like the tightest budget in all of Major League Baseball. Like it was one of the smallest payrolls. And it, you have to understand in baseball, they don't have a salary cap. Yeah, so A, it was 2011 when the movie was made. Okay. But yeah. uh, B, why, you know, no salary cap? Because we were talking about that yesterday too. If there's no salary cap, I wish the NBA had no salary cap. Yeah. It would be really fun. Yeah. But – so what was stopping them from spending more money? What, what happened? Well, there's another. So actually, I took a sports economics class in college. One of the most interesting classes because I learned a lot about the the sports that I watch. Stingers up. Stingers up. Stingers up, baby. Always. Um, and so baseball is really interesting because they don't have a salary cap. It's also like the oldest organized sports league in America. So they have a whole bunch of like basically privileges that no other sports league has because baseball like came around before it's like it's ahead just of grandfathered time. in yeah much. exactly and so they don't have to pay like um 
they don't have to pay certain taxes or like wow. antitrust uh, like taxes or things like that because in every other sports league they have to pay for like um, taxes for operating across state lines. Baseball doesn't have I to pay. I feel that. like that's unfair. It's already assumed that it's going to be operating across state lines. Well, it was at the time when it started. It was only in I think one area or one yeah, state. One re- yeah. And so then when it expanded, it became so popular that the U.S. government at the time was like, "Oh, we could gain popularity. Like we have an organized sports league." Very. This is like in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. You know. So like this is. Like, no, no, there's not a whole lot of organized sports organizations in the world at this time. I think they saw soccer growing in England and probably some other sports leagues around Asia, South America and stuff, Africa. But, you know, for whatever reason, the U.S. government at the time was like, you know what? Like, you guys don't need to pay taxes. (laughs) And so they don't. And so owners, baseball owners, and, and to multiply that, there's no salary cap. So why do the A's not spend money? I have no fucking idea because they um, they've never spent money my entire life, and the owners they've gone through I think two or three owners since I've been alive. Who are the owners now? I want to say it's uh, it's not Lou Wolf. Uh, I don't even know. I can look it up, but point is they don't spend money. And so their GM at the time, his name is Billy Bean. He had to get real creative with how he could, how he could fuel the team essentially. And like the players he could get, the players he could acquire. And so he started utilizing data like uh, metrics to analyze baseball players. Like before anybody was really doing that wide, like for, for a team, there was a bunch of like, baseball nerds that were doing it and a guy named uh, Bill James wrote a book about uh, data what is it called it's called um, like saber metrics I think that's what it's called <clears throat> okay and so yeah Billy Bean started using this information to acquire baseball players in 2002 and this is again before anybody's doing this and so they started looking at things differently like on base percentage which is the percentage of times a batter reaches on base. Like it could be any type of way. It could be uh, a walk. It could be a hit. It could be a hit by pitch. It could be whatever. However you get on base, that's your on base percentage. And so they looked at that like a base runner is a base runner. And if you can get more base runners, then you have a better chance of scoring runs. So they just started acquiring players that had really high on base percentages, but like didn't hit a lot of home runs or didn't have a high batting average, but they got on base a lot. So it was just really interesting how like they did things differently. So like uniquely differently. And the team ended up having like the best record in baseball that year. Okay. So it wasn't just like, Oh yeah, this is a fun experience. It was like, yo, this worked. And the team with virtually the lowest payroll in, in the entire major leagues. Also, you have to understand that the previous year, the MVP was Jason Giambi, and he was on the A's. He just he I left. Remember that him. name, Jason Giambi? Yeah, he left to go to the Yankees. The Yankees yeah. bagged him out. Yeah, and so this is a, this season was supposed to be a wash, 2002, because in 2001 they had Giambi, but he left in 2002. So then they come back and they're even better than they were with the with the MVP. So Did they win crazy. that year? Ah oh, man, they ended up playing against. 
who did they play against? Boston in the playoffs. And Boston. Boston, dude. Boston. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, man, they didn't end up winning that. That's kind of a – That was a wicked game, though. Oh, it was. It was. I mean, the games, the series was crazy. It went to five. It went to five. And then at the time, I think they still do. The first round of the playoffs is best out of five. So – but yeah, it's a good it's a good, it's book, good book and a good, good read and a good movie. So Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt plays Billy Bean. Yes, yes, he does, does a good job. Would you too. say he does a good Billy Bean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he kind of he he brings him to life for a person that has had such an influential <laughs> uh, impact on my childhood. Yeah. Just being an ace fan, and he's the guy that's like running the team. Yeah. So to see him like be played in a movie was kind of cool because. You don't usually see general managers of sports teams. Yeah, make have movies. About I think John. So John Fisher is the owner now. John Fisher. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he's. We got a big family. Yeah. You see, he grew up in, in SF, but and you know uh, he's a billionaire apparently, but he just doesn't. That's what it takes to own a team, right yeah, there. I mean, yeah. You literally, that's that's square one. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, he doesn't like to spend money either. Um, part of it, I think, is because the city of Oakland has not really invested a lot into the A's, and there's a whole backstory. To New that. stadium, though, right? Is They're there trying proposal. There, it's apparently it's, it's going like, to go through, but dude, this has been like a legitimate. It's eight like in year. the rendering stages now. Yes, yes, but this has been like an eight-year process, <clears throat> just like back and forth. And well, we know how it was with the Kings. I mean, yes, it was worth it. That's great. It's great arena. It's a great arena, and it's brought so much business down to Sacramento. Yeah, so. I have no complaints about that. About that arena, mm-mm, mm-mm. it blends in so well too. It's like, you, I love how you can just like ride right through and not even notice it. But exactly. like when you're when you go to a game, it's the center of attention. Yeah, it'll be even really uh, – it'll be a lot cooler when um, the soccer stadium is built and you can just scoot from the arena. Those over. scooters, man. I love those scooters. Those scooters go – it's just there's such just like good fun, quality yeah. – a quality good time. <laughs> Actually, I still have a day pass going right now. Might scoot after this. Scoot around. Scoot, <laughs> scoot around. Let's scoot. <laughs> Well, so what do you what do you speaking of books? What are you reading lately? Anything good? Yeah, so I just started a couple of books, um, and I'm. One of them is called Positivity, hmm. and that's a really interesting read. My dad actually heard about it, and so yeah, we got a pair for for us to read, um, and, I mean, it's about positivity. It's about your outlook and your perspective, and how. You know, you can really tap into your essentially your personal power to, um, you know, change your life, to live a life that you choose to live. So that's really interesting. And it's by Barbara Fredrickson. Um, So he heard about it, I think, from a podcast. And so um, that's that's one of them that I started. The other one is called Wiser. Getting beyond groupthink to make groups smarter. Is that the one that I lend to you? Does it have? Did you buy it? Wait, is that the one you gave? Me? Well, it's got like glasses on the front. Yeah. Wait, did you give me that book? I think I gave it to you to to read. Oh. You're finally getting around to reading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been looking for that book, but oh, no, I have to nice. verify. I, have to, <laughs> that I trust be, you, but verify. Yeah. No, no, because you might have honestly, and like that that no, would it's be a great book, though. Yeah. I love that book. Yeah. 
I I read Rewiring Your Anxious Brain. That's mm. um, like that one and then that one, and they were is a great combo. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Then the third one that I've just started too is uh, John Lewis, uh, his autobiography. So that's a that's a thick one, bro. My mom gave me that book for Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and he just passed last year. Yeah, yeah, he just passed. So. So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a dope read. I think mm-hmm. that's something that I really you know I'm looking forward to diving through just to see see his life. You know, like there's just inspirational people that you just want to know more about. Dude, like I mean, he's his name is recognizable. He's a household name. I mean, that's already saying something right there. Like, yeah, uh, that's what every man kind of strives for, right? Yeah. I mean, that to be influential enough to where you know. A young kid would read a book about his his life to yeah. look for some inspiration. Yeah, yeah, and exactly, man, exactly. That's such a you you put that so eloquently because yeah. I've always thought about that, and I say like, you know, I definitely want to be influential. I don't want to be popular, hmm. but I want to be like I want to be memorable. I people want people look to, to know you. Yeah. who I was and and find inspiration from the things that I did and the life that i lived so a little museum portrait avery <laughs> baker a little little school tour this bro, is avery baker bro that would be wild that would be wild see you i know, mean like, that i think happens? that really gives most and and i say men because like it's like the hero's journey kind of thing mm. you know i mean we're both men here we yes. grow to strive provide for our family but i think really it's like the there's a certain type of recognition you look for, but it's the one that you want. It's yeah. not just a, like you said, just po- general popularity. It's mm-hmm. like we all have our own little kind of vision of what that looks like. Yeah. But um, John Lewis is a good person to to go with because he's definitely made an impact for sure. Definitely, man. Definitely. So yeah. So yeah. What about you? What do you, What have you been reading? I know. So I just finished. Uh, um, Beautiful Things okay. by Hunter Biden. Okay. And that's about his addiction. It's about really about his family and um, kind of gives context into what he's been through. Hmm. He's a, he's a very complex person. I think that like I would read another book if he had a volume two. I want to, I want to know more. Damn. Um, he, he's very good at, you know, just, putting you like next to him in the car and like visualizing what's going on, what he's going through. But something I really learned like a huge takeaway from the book was like, Joe is a great dad. Like Mm. Joe Biden is a great dad. I mean, he's just so loving and no matter what unconditional love, like that's good. Epitome of that. That's true. Right now I'm reading inside trump's white house okay. which is written by doug weed who spent like six months in the white house okay. writing the book interesting so i love the idea of like meeting the moment so like yes. in the moment what's going on what are people saying you know what's what are people spending their time on you know just getting that perspective of like yeah. a fly on the wall type of angle is uh is good and you know i'm sure i'll read tons more books about plenty of presidents yeah but you know might as well start while it's fresh yeah i like to get books while they're fresh that's cool that's good that's so interesting man to like read a book from an author that you know was in in the white house like i just really always 
want to know how much access they got like what were they able to actually hear and see i mean i know they write about it for sure but it's like damn how do you get that level of uh i mean i'm sure one day we'll get like a a vlog like a (laughs) lifelong like you know how the like people will release these like documentaries where they're like i've i took a selfie every day for 25 years or Mm -hmm. something like that and it's like you don't know about it until they're done like those are the types of documentaries that yes. are oh. crazy. Like, you know, some kind of like film that mm-hmm. only gets released once they pass away or something like that. Yeah. There's actually some I read a long time ago about like some film that's already been made and produced by. Why is it set to release in the year three thousand? Like it's like just like the shock factor of like oh it's a release after everybody who was involved is like long gone. You know. Yeah. As like a history film, um, yeah, those are the books I've been on lately. Have you watched anything good lately? Let's see. Um, actually, yeah. I mean, shout out to you, man. Uh, Cocaine Cowboys on Netflix. That has been a really um, Dude, that... wild docu series. I love docu series though. Like, yeah, those... those are those hit the spot. Honestly, yes. yes. That I think that's one of that's probably my favorite way of like digesting visual information aside from aside from live sports i'd rather watch a docuseries over anything else i feel like just because i feel like i get good information and when you can really hear from people like about their experiences and how what they were thinking at that time you know like i think that that's cool i think that that's cool so cocaine cowboys is really crazy and then uh what else i actually so not too long ago i went to the movies uh, with my girlfriend for the very first time and for context I started dating her peak COVID like we were uh, we met and then we started dating several months afterwards so like movie theaters were closed for a lot of that and I want to say it was like what we're in August now so probably in like June or May we saw Cruella okay Nice. How was that? No, like having. First of all, which one did you like more when you were growing up? The the live action or the cartoon? Yeah, that's a good question. I think they both have their own flavor. Um, I think I liked. I think I liked. The live action. Yeah. You me know, because it was just like okay, this this felt like a well produced movie. You yeah. know. But yeah. The cartoon's always cool. It's a cartoon. So when you're a kid seeing some Dalmatian dogs on cartoons. I'm just like, <laughs> like, that's cool too. But yeah, so this one was good. It was, uh, what's her name? Emma Stone, yeah. I think. Yeah, she played Cruella. Really good. She was really good in the movie. Um, How so? Just like her, the way she portrayed Cruella DeVille was just um, incredibly like witty just like and that's really what i remember about cruella deville like i remember her being a badass and i was just like yo like i was scared of her i was like yo i don't want to fuck with cruella deville that's my bad it's okay (laughs) it's totally okay uh this movie i was trying to come up with it's actually it's it's um it's got john malkovich in it whoa (laughs) wait wait. and it's to be released in 2115 damn so we won't see it. No, we won't. No one will. Unless something cool happens. Well, I mean, we we're going to be gonna, really old. Yeah, we're going to be 115 but, um, by then. I guess it's going to still show at some uh, at the Cannes 
film festival before that release, but it's called 100 Years, the film you will never see. Damn. That's really dope, though. That's a really cool concept. It's kind of like I want to go on an expedition to make sure I see it. Like, man, that's like, what if there's cool info in there, you know? Well, what if, I think the movie would be even cooler if somehow they filmed it over time with, like, different actors of that time. Yeah. You know, that's the next project. Oh, that they should I see do. what you're saying. You like, know? it's like an initiative where, you know, even when John Malkovich passes away, it's like they're adding scenes. Yeah. Like, there's some kind of, like, um, inheritance to it. Yes. That would be crazy. Yes. I, bro. Th- see, that's what I'm talking about. That's the type of stuff I like. Like, mm-hmm. um, there was um, Boyhood. Yes. That, that is one, one is of my crazy. favorite movies. Because they really did wait, what, like four, seven years or something like that? 14 years? The full, the full movie is like, I think it's like 12 years, 11. 12 years. Because he, the kid, is what? He's probably four or five when it starts. Yeah. And then when he leaves, or when it, when it ends, he's leaving to college. 2002 to 2013. Yeah, 11 yeah, years. 11 or 12 years, wow. Yeah, dude. So that movie is amazing because, and Ethan Hawke is in that movie. Yeah. Um, and they film, they, you, you know, like you could see the technology get better through the movie. I think that's the really cool part about it yeah. is it, you, if you see this, that's wow. a great movie, actually great movie. Patricia Arquette is a good, uh, she's a good actress. She is. Um, let's see. So you, yeah. Cooking Cowboys was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I kind of, like you saying kind of, it's like speed racer. Yeah. It yeah. reminds me of those arcade games, those race games. Yeah. You pick like a cool, like tropical car yeah. or some like tropical little there, speedway. Even the boating race games. Did you ever, have you ever played one of those in the yeah, arcade? Yeah. I used to really hard. Well, I used to play some like PlayStation games that were some like jet ski games. That were pretty fun. Sled Splashdown. Oh, yes. Both of those. Yeah, well, um, uh, Netflix-wise, I haven't watched. They've been releasing tons of Alien stuff. Really? And the new American Horror Story season is all Alien stuff. Like, dude, they're heavy on the Alien content right now. I think we will find out sooner or later, right? We'll we'll find out. We'll find out. They're not hiding it for too much longer. I mean, let's be honest. When people from our generation are 60 like we're gonna want to release that shit like we already are like we're, we're the aliens so when we're like you know about ready to retire we're just gonna drop it somebody from our generation is just gonna be like all right you know what we're dropping this because people need to know kanye or drake man so i've listened to no, I said uh, no. Kanye or Drake, who wins in a fight? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, that's. I think. Mmm. Uh, dang. Sorry, Kanye. First he's got the size on him. I, I mean, that's a that's a class. that's actually a brutal fight. Like those are both some big dudes. Yeah, they they like they got, they're both beefy. They care. They're yeah. both pretty beefy. So uh, they, I mean, Drake is like six two. Kanye's like my height. He's like five seven. Five, eight. Really? Yeah. Dang, short man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No. But, like, you know, you always think, uh, you always assume rappers are like 6'3, six, 6'4. Six, exactly. Jay Z's like 6'4. Yeah. I Two Chains is like 6'5. I mean, Dr. Dre is big. He's uh, big. The game is. The game's hella big. 
I saw him at um, the Ivy one time mm. in L.A. And it's like if you've ever seen the Ivy, it's like a, it's like where you'd have a tea party. Oh. So he just looked like so out, <laughs> oversized for the chair, the yeah. table, everything. He's just wearing a white T-shirt, some jeans, drinking some tea. <laughs> That's awesome. Tea and cakes. <laughs> Well, that's uh. So you think Drake? Would win? I think the only thing though, Kanye's he'll spaz out, you know, and you don't know what that what that brings. Yeah, that unexpected, could, unexpected, you know, bite the ear, something like Mike Tyson. He's <laughs> got a little Tyson in him. Yeah, you know, definitely. I could see it. I could definitely see. So it. did he really give tweet out the address? Okay, that's wild. If he did that, that's like some really. That's hands worthy. That's a hands worthy offense right there. Like you can't be doing that, especially as celebrities. You're supposed to know that. I'm sure that's supposed to be like a celebrity code. I mean, even Newsweek picked this up. Like, come on. That's what I'm saying. But even they said Kanye West appears to share Drake's address because apparently he deleted it shortly thereafter. Yeah, nobody knows Drake's address. Also, it's like I don't know with someone like that. It's like they have like three or four houses, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's. It's not like they're, you know, it's their whole livelihood. No. It's different if you, like, reveal, like, a when they reveal, like, senators' addresses or when people go to, like, senators' houses, bro. It's like, <laughs> these are regular guys. Yeah, like, they're, they're just they trying use, to have dinner. Yeah. Not chill. <laughs> <laughs> not chill. Nancy's house getting vandalized, like, once a week. But <laughs> it happens. You know, you, you take it on. Yeah. Public yeah. lifestyle, yeah, man. Public lifestyle. Yeah. You know, you're a, what is it called? Public figure. A public figure. It's the social contract that you sign, bud, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I like my anonymity. Dude, the A's are winning. Three they're, doing, they're doing well, man. I mean, I never. Bottom of the uh, seven, too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's kidding. I mean, look, we, we just played the Giants last week, and they lost two games in, like, the ninth inning. Off of like the Giants came back and won. yeah, like it was not chill. So can't count this out. But Dang. well, I think that I think that uh, I think Kanye would win in a fight, but yeah. I think Drake's album might be better. I didn't even heard it. So comes out I September third. Did you see how he announced yeah, it? That was how would how do you feel about it? okay? I. What do you well, think? The thing with the thing with the way he promotes his album all the time is like that's usually like the peak of the con of the like hype is when how he promotes it, and then it, like I don't know it just like it it always seems like empty, like he'll have like for example the 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 demo tapes or whatever it was the way mm -hmm. he promoted it was like the Scorpion stuff mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it's like. There was no connection, really. It was just like a vibe. Yeah. So it was cool, but is it like a theme or is it more mm. just like to get us to talk about it mm. right now? So he's good at promotion, marketing. Well, what he used to do, and I'm sure, I mean, he doesn't need to do this anymore, but ESPN. what he used to do, I know, he used to release a couple of just singles. Yeah. Just like mixtape. Doesn't singles. seem to do that anymore. Mm -mm. That, but that was lit when he used to come out with like uh, trophies and draft day, yeah, and like how about now and uh, just like random songs. 
which one was it? And the Wait. new song that he supposedly dissed Kanye oh, on. The actual song is not that great. Yeah, I'm it's sure trippy it's not. Red it's song. Trippy Red. Uh, the album is okay. The Trippy Red album is cool, but like I, that song is not that great. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think well, here's what I'll say. I've listened to some of the Kanye album, and the beat, the production value is is pretty pretty solid. I don't necessarily listen to Kanye lyrics that like that anymore. Just cause yeah. I feel like they're just kind of really. I don't know. They're just like rich people problems. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I can't yeah, relate, yeah. you know, like, but he has a lot of features on this album, which I like. Yeah. So what it's a, think of all the like visuals of the concert he's doing. Okay. So like this, he's like going on a full tour, basically just having these pop-up shows. Right. Is that what you're talking about? Like, yeah. I think it's, I think it's, you know, it's Kanye. Have you like, seen the stuff? I like, have. I've watched. He had Marilyn I've watched Manson like two come of them. out last show. Yeah, that was weird. Out of his, like, I mean, it was definitely, de- the, the the pictures were delivered to me in a very, you know, there was like some biased angle oh, okay. on it. But it was his childhood home with a cross on top of it. Right. And he was walking out with Marilyn Manson. And it was just like, why? I don't know. It's like, it feels like he's trying to pervert his childhood. Yeah. And his mom. And his, yeah, and his, like, life. And it's, like, he went in a complete, I don't know, it just seems like he's going in a complete opposite direction of the the Sunday service. And it's, like, what, what, what happened? Why are, you, why are you getting so dark again? Like, yeah. I thought you were happy. Ha- well, I mean, but, I mean, you're allowed to express happiness in any way. He, he might tell you, I am happy. But. He also just went through a divorce with his yeah, he, he, there's wife, a lot right? of jadedness. I'm feeling a lot of bitterness and like, just like maybe some regret for the way things. Yeah, you know. I mean, but it's there again. It's almost the same with Drake. It's like, is it gonna connect? Is it gonna connect with the? Yeah, because that seems to be his problem. Like the Sunday with service that, with the releases is like there's so there's so like unclear of when when we're getting it how it's delivered what what it's going to be about and then like you get it and you're like you're already so confused that you're like all right yeah it's cool but like right. you 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 like traumatized me by how what i was trying to figure out about it. but it's his work so that's part of an artist part you know? of i mean me he's thinks- good at like making people think I guess. Yeah. And he's thought, I mean, he's thought provoking and he's just very provoking in general. So it's like, he's, he know he realizes that. Like, I think that he totally maximizes his, like, I'll give it to him. I, I feel like I understand Drake more than I understand Kanye. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I think Drake and is as an artist, I think 10 I can times come, more I can, relatable. I can respect that. Like, you know, it's kind of, from what I understand about artists, it's like the le- the less you understand about them, kind of the more, um, influential they can be like you know because it's like the more mm. mystique they have as an Frank artist Ocean. artiste you know yeah yeah exactly that's a great example the less you I know mean, about them is like the more people want to know about them so he Kanye is good at that like keeping people like curious and like is he okay what's going on not doing social whereas media. Drake's like ah, he's funny that was a funny line you know like uh, Drake like, Drake does that's why so many people hate him because they think they know exactly who he is. Yeah, but like we really don't. No, no. I mean, he honestly could be. This is all his. Is this is literally his character? He's an actor. 
he's a, literally he's an actor and he goes by a you know a made up name a made up persona yeah called drake yeah like this is all his character yeah, i mean he's been living his life this was so funny about artists like when people like don't like them or hate them it's like dude it's a it's a character it's supposed to be a character. i think people are very uh eager to see artists like not be the glowing specialness they are their demise yeah it's really weird people like really like get off to that type type of stuff Kanye likes it i think oh i know he feeds off of it yeah he's like y'all want to see me he's probably laughing behind that like full mate face mask that's what i said bro there was there was one time when i was watching it (laughs) he was like he like he like dapped somebody up like and and i could just tell that they were probably just like talking, just like having a normal conversation. I can't even but see this guy. He's just face. wearing a mask, so he's just like, "Yeah, man, like this is my show right now." Like they're all just watching me, thinking I'm, and he could just be having a normal conversation. Yeah. He's ordering like food. <laughs> <laughs> he's shooting DoorDash to Soldier Field in like, Chicago. He doesn't even talk the whole show, so it's like you wouldn't even know if he's on the phone or not. No, he has just no talking mic to set his up producer, to him. talking to Mike Dean about the album. That was the funniest thing about the first one in Atlanta. Just walking around, he was just walking around a football field, bro. Just like Dude, by himself. Some crazy theories about that one. It just like he was doing some spells or something because everybody was just standing there and yeah. like everybody was like, you thought you were seeing a show, but you were just being like, like you're just watching Kanye walk around. <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? Like, what is he? Yeah. What is this? Mm, yeah. But what, did he in the first one? Was the first one the one that he went up in the air, or was that the second one? The second one. So he's adding like a cool thing yeah. to everyone. I mean, that that's the part that I do admire. Like his artistic, his creativeness is wild, because he'll just do things that you're like, why? But that was dope. You know, like you can, because you thought of it, and you can, <laughs> like the, the whole air with the harness. Yeah, <laughs> so high up too. It's all though. It, I feel like it's all fueled by narcissism, and that's the part that sometimes I just I stop and I'm like, this dude is narcissistic. He just has all the tools, yeah, yeah. to to like expose it too. Yeah, <laughs> and like exploit his narcissism. <laughs> I'm gonna lift myself above everyone in the stadium, or like the floating stage. I used I saw an image of looking the down stage. on everybody, bro, and everybody has their hands up to him like he's Jesus. <laughs> like it's that image. Yeah, I mean, we've been known he loves that. I know, you know the Jesus, all of it. Like. Well, even with the Jesus walks, he's. Jesus in the video. <laughs> yeah, man, funny, like he—he's definitely always ahead of his time for sure. Like he's ahead of the curve for sure. Yeah, but I'm—I'm ex- I'm still way more excited for Drake's than I am for the—the the cool thing that Kanye does is like the—the the song editor thing that he's doing. Like that's wild. You know that there's so many artists who pride themselves on production and stuff like that that were like. Man, I should have did that. Like, but he also has, like you said, the resources to actually put that that thought into action. And he probably thought of it. That is impressive, man. Like, I I, because it's like that's a real product you got to manufacture. And I was surprised that they were just for sale. I'm curious if they're already sold out. Probably. I mean, probably. This is selling for on StockX now. Somebody was talking. Actually, my neighbor was talking about it because he has Apple TV. So that's how I've watched all of them. Because mm. he'll hit me up and he's like, "Hey, bro, this Kanye thing's like playing right now." So I literally walk across the hall, and he he made a comment. He said, 
you know, we're watching like a couple of these, you know, like the biggest artists of our time are going to be people that like are talked about beyond our lives, you know, like beyond when they're gone, you know, like the Marilyn Monroe's and just like the people that have grown to be so influential. Michael Jackson. Oh, they're not sold out. No. Uh, max three per customer. Damn. It's they're cool looking. How much they're, do they they're go for? Super cool. I'm actually I don't even. They're two hundred bucks. Okay. Two fifty with shipping. I mean that's definitely like a uh, that's a toy. Like that's a yeah. But I just don't know how much use I'd get out of it. Can you you can you use it on any song yeah, or is it just I'm Kanye so songs? Confused about is like, um, how you set it up. Like, is it just like does it just. Does it just connect to the song oh, itself? Maybe it's a Bluetooth. Maybe you can play it off your phone, and then the toy itself, like, does the the sound editing. Yeah. Well. Okay. No. 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 I think it's. Yeah. I think it's a Bluetooth speaker, and because it says it has eight gigs of storage, so I think that's what it is. Is you 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 put songs wow, on you need it. Storage for it. Oh, I think you put songs into it. Eight gigs is a lot. Yeah, I think you put songs uh, into songs, it, that's, and then that's you. A amount. I don't know, man. Oh, that's you pretty can dope, customize though. the colors too. Wait, wait, wait. So imagine, I bet you, you can. There's a port where you can plug it into a computer, and then you can use that to record. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's what it's made for with Kanye. Like, I'm curious if there are any other stem players you could buy. Yeah, because I haven't even heard of that term before. Stem player, but I'm also not into music like that. Yeah, that's my first reaction to that toy. I was like, "Damn, I ain't even into music like that." Yeah, like, like just that... sitting on the sidewalk, like <laughs> editing the song to my own. Yeah, because like, that's I mean, the thing. Really that thing cool. was just like it was handheld. It looked like you know, it was the same size, I guess, as an, a phone or. Something. I my I would hesitate at like the limitations. Like I feel like if you used it for enough, you would like it would kind of be like those um, those drum toys. Like you use as kids, where it's like yes, okay, I yes. get it now. Like you either take out the voice, or you take out the drum, or you take out the different track. Yeah, but that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, man. So yeah. it'll be it'll be cool because September third. Uh, I mean, that's next that's week. Next Friday. Let's go, Drake. Let's go, bro. You yeah. know, I'm and gonna then we're gonna vote all weekend. Then we're gonna vote. Yeah, gonna vote. You already did. You already vote? I did not. I have not yet. Mm-hmm. I just got my ballot because I, honestly, I need to fix that. I need to update it. But I get it sent to my parents' house still because mm-hmm. I live in this uh, like complex. Yeah. This uh, complex with the lobsters. Yeah, dude. Just saw some lobsters earlier. <laughs> I don't know I, a lobster, but it was like it looked like a scorpion, it like a size like of a, a scorpion. It was it was a scorpion, probably that looked like a lobster. Yeah, and it looked mad poisonous, like polka dots on the uh, on the claws, bro. Wild, <laughs> like I was not trying to get close. But yeah, so I did get my ballot, and uh, and yeah, this is uh, this is getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention, a lot of attention, yeah, a that's lot funny. Lot. I mean, I definitely thought it was gonna get attention because once I heard that there was, uh, what is it called when the uh, signatures like are going around? What do they call those? Like basically signatures to get recall. It to a vo- yeah, yeah, yeah. The recall yeah. signatures. Yeah, yeah. Once yeah. they, I was seeing that, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Like <laughs> people. They were, were outside Target. There they was were a tent outside Target. 
like, and it was just like, I just because I then I heard that he had been recalled like multiple times already, but I never remembered it like this, like where it was like he's talking about it all the time and he looks pissed. Yeah. I mean, he sounds pissed. He's like on the verge of when losing his job. Like, It'd be damn nice. <laughs> I was like, yo, Gavin. Gavin said, all right, cool I'm going it. out. He's like one of these baseball managers, bro. Yeah. He's like, oh, rushing okay. out to the field. Yeah. Like, Not today. If you're going to throw me out, you're going to at least hear me out. Fall on my sword. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, dude, yeah. Could fight for your, fight for your spot, man. Yeah, bro. Like this, this is, uh, <laughs> This rally, your rally your people, man! Like he, he's got it. He's got to, he's got to speak up. You can't, you can't be soft now. Nah. I think that's what, like, I think that's what happened. Is like he realized, okay, I gotta like, yeah, speak up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some or somebody told him like, hey, Gavin, you should like <laughs> get angry, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, bro, it's getting close. Like you, we're two weeks away. So. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be He's like I'm chilling. No, no. I think it's gonna be pr- like annoyingly close. Yeah, yeah. That's what's yeah. gonna happen. We're gonna, but we're gonna be talking about this in December. Whatever, uh, whatever. That's it, it's gonna be. A, that's what my thing too is like. Drake should jump into the Canada election, <sighs> bro. That would be hilarious. He just is like. He doesn't to spite Kanye. He said, you can't be you president of your do country. It. Oh, bro. Because he really did kind of fall flat with that. He did, yeah. He didn't, it, didn't, it didn't end well. That was a that. real fallen flat. Like, I, I mean, really had some faith that he would at least like make it to election day and get like a little like 2%. Yeah, bro. Um, he just hit a home run right here. Oh, no, oh. he didn't. He just got caught. Dang. Oh damn! You caught that! Wow, yeah. still three to zero. Still three zero. Bottom of the eighth. One more. One more innings. Do not look happy. No, no. But yeah, dude. So well, thanks um, for stopping by, man. Yeah, this has been cool. This yeah. is definitely. I'm. I'm yeah, really books, happy. movies, shows, shows, life. Yeah, life. That's you know? that's how it is. That's how it is. We're man. ready. <laughs> the world is. I watching. can't wait to uh, come back on in season two. Uh, <laughs> whenever that is yeah but thanks for having me on this is good what's a good um episode length for a season 10 episodes i would say yeah 13 episodes. i would say anywhere from depending on how long your your episodes are anywhere from 8 to 12 mm-hmm. i say if you're around the half hour maybe shoot for 12 per, you know half hour per episode yeah but if you're longer than that then i say you know chop it down depending on the length but it's good to know that's how that's just personal personal preference. Yeah. All right man. Thanks. Till next time.